Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of Acts with the record of the tragic end of Judas Iscariot and the process the remaining 11 disciples used for his replacement. Luke recorded all of this in Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 26. Follow along with Pastor Jim as he delivers the result of his study in today's portion of this week's message entitled, Providential Manhunt. Peter is going to cite and apply Scripture to reassure everybody there that day and us, by extension, that Judas's defection and the choice of his replacement were both part of God's purposes. So look at verse 20. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his homestead be made desolate and let no man dwell in it. In other words, like a field where only dead people would be. Nobody would live there. And let another man take his office. Now that is a, a mashup of two messianic, messianic psalms. The first was from Psalm 69, 25. Both Jesus and Paul quote from that chapter. Jesus quotes from Psalm 69 when he cleared the temple. Paul quotes from Psalm 69 when he applied it to Christ being insulted and ridiculed. Peter quoted from it here because Judas is part of that story. Then Peter applied Psalm 109 verse 8 to make the point that that apostolic place for Judas had to be given to someone else so that the circle of the twelve would be restored. Now I should point, to you, point out to you just for sake of honesty, there is a view that says that this selection of Matthias to replace Judas was wrong, that it was a mistake. The theory is, Jesus said, go back and wait for the Holy Spirit to come. The Holy Spirit hadn't come yet. Therefore, they shouldn't have done this. Well, that's all right until the therefore. It doesn't mean that they couldn't do any. Did he, did he say, go back to Jerusalem and remain comatose until the Holy Spirit comes? No. It seems that they caught on to the idea. There were things for them to be doing, and they wanted to... Uh, they wanted to obey that. And that, that theory goes on to say, well, no, we know this was a, must make a mistake because the 12th apostle is actually Paul who replaced Judas. And Paul was clearly appointed by God. He is number 12. Some good people hold to that theory. And you can get to heaven believing that theory. I just don't think it's right. It is an argument completely from silence. Where does anything in the Bible say it shouldn't have been Matthias? Where does anything say that anywhere in the Bible say they were doing something wrong? They were praying like crazy, searching the scriptures. They were all of one mind. So it was a 120 person delusion? I don't think that that, that, that fits. Um, but it's, it's, not, it's just not stated anywhere. Uh, Paul himself, by the way, 
distinguished between his ministry and the other apostles. Now, Paul is an apostle, but he's a different one. He's not part of the twelve. He was the apostle to the Gentiles. So it's not a matter of heresy versus orthodoxy, but I think Peter's words here are quite strong in connecting what they did to the Old Testament. And since nothing anywhere in the New Testament cast doubt on that action, I'm not going to say it was wrong. By the way, tradition tells us that Matthias was martyred for the faith along with the other apostles. Now that doesn't prove he was an apostle any more than making up a theory that he wasn't uh, proves anything. Um, I even think it's a little bit on the reckless side to declare this action to be a mistake since the Bible doesn't say that. Now, if I just stepped on your toes, excuse me, um, we can certainly get to heaven without agreeing on that particular point. And when we're there, Luke, Peter, Paul, and I will be happy to sit down with you and Matthias I'd really like to hear about his ministry as an apostle. Same with Andrew. Same with Thaddeus. Same with Bartholomew. I'd like to hear all of that stuff. And just to say that because they're not mentioned in the book of Acts, just to say because Matthias is not mentioned in the book of Acts, he's not an apostle, you're only going to have three apostles if you have to be mentioned in the book of Acts specifically for your post-resurrection ministry. All right. Personnel. Problem. Prophecy. We need a plan. Well, the criteria for who could fill this position were quite specific. Look at verses 21 and 22. Therefore, it is necessary. And notice Peter's going to emphasize that. It is necessary. We believe this is necessary based upon what we know from Psalm 69 and Psalm 109. Therefore, it is necessary that of the men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning with the baptism of John until the day that he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness of the resurrection. There's no indication that anybody was acting on their own here or that Peter manipulated this group. They were already praying and already of one mind when Peter said that. So uh, remember that this is a group working together, apparently in complete unanimity. Now, the replacement had to have been with Jesus and the other disciples all along. Now understand, as you go through Jesus' ministry, it wasn't just Jesus and 12 guys every place that they went. There were dozens, hundreds who followed Him, including the women who, who were with them along that time. There were a lot more disciples beyond the 12 that Jesus named as apostles. Remember, he prayed all night long and the next morning announced who the apostles were going to be. It was the same day that he preached the, um, the Sermon on the Mount. It was a huge turning point day in his ministry to name those 12. But we know there were lots more. During his ministry, in one case, he sent out, on one time he sent out 72 others on a mission, just like he had sent out the 12 two by two. So lots more disciples to, uh, to choose from in addition to the 12. So that's the plan. We've got to find somebody that goes all the way back to when John was still around. Now, remember John's ministry overlapped Jesus's ministry. So 
It doesn't have to be from day one when John the Baptist introduced Jesus as the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, but from right there in those early months, all the time of Jesus' ministry as we know it from the Gospels. So we've got a plan now. We need a proposal. Now, we aren't told just how exactly the process worked, uh, the requirement of having been there all along. That would have eliminated some. Likely it would have eliminated most because we know that that number swelled through his ministry. None of the women could be chosen because the 11 apostles were part of the hierarchy and they didn't want anything to do with uh, anything like a woman. No, that's not that. God's order for spiritual leadership is that it be males. Um, Another factor that would have whittled the number could have been the matter of willingness. You know, and, uh, it, it's, it wouldn't be a sin to not believe that you're a good choice for a special role, even though you really love Jesus and you want to, and you want to serve Him. Like even in the New Testament church, in selecting elders, uh, it, it is a good thing that He desires to do. There has to not only be the choice of God, the spiritual maturity, but also the desire. So that would have whittled it down. We don't know how it worked, but we know somehow among the 120, they came up with a specific proposal, and it's in verse 23. So they put forward two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justus, and Matthias. Remember, different languages, same names, or same guy, different languages, Barsabbas is also called Justus. Now, let me tell you everything we know about them. Yeah, just read it. Uh, That's what we know about these guys. Um, Joseph's Latin name was Justus. Okay, we can say that's one more thing. Barsabbas, that name, you know, Bar means son of. So it could mean that either his father's name was Sabas, that's a possibility, or it could be that he was born on a Sabbath. And so they called him Sabbath son, son uh, son of the Sabbath. That's all we know. Matthias, what we know about him is uh, there's a longer version of the name, Matathias, which means gift of Yahweh. The other thing we know about them is they were part of the 120, and the 120 believed they were the best candidates for this possibility. Clearly, they wanted to make sure they were not acting on their own. They wanted the decision to be from the hand of God. So the personnel with the problem, acting on the prophecy, developed a plan to put together a proposal, and then came more prayer. This is an appropriate prayer of people who want what God wants. There's no hint that Matthias and Joseph did any campaigning of any kind, nor that they made speeches. There was no black or white smoke involved from a secret group that made the decision. There were no multiple ballots required while the staffs of those two candidates worked out a compromise on their rules of apostleship. No, they turned to God, verses 24 and 25. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, know the hearts of all men. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to occupy this ministry and apostleship 
from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. They wanted God's hand on this. They wanted it to be his decision. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.